This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Amanda Bauer. It's Wednesday, November 2. In Squiz Kids Today, Gold Trip Doesn't Slip, Disneyland in Lockdown, an Australian Facebook scam, and a baby gorilla saved. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. If you go to school in Victoria, then you had the day off school yesterday, you lucky ducks. That's because the Melbourne Cup horse race, traditionally called the race that stops a nation, is a public holiday in its home state. But a poll released yesterday morning before the races found that while almost three quarters of Australians say that the Melbourne Cup is part of Australia's national identity, more than half of those same people said they had low or no interest in the actual horse race. The poll also found that 45% of people thought the Melbourne Cup promoted unhealthy gambling, which means betting on the outcome of the race. And one third of people were concerned about the treatment of the horses. In fact, in the early hours of yesterday morning, a protester poured an unknown black, sludgy substance onto the track, which had to be cleared and repaired before racing could start. Thanks to the pouring rain, the track was also very soggy. But a five-year-old French horse named Gold Trip seemed to have no problems with the conditions. About 80,000 people turned out on a very chilly Melbourne day to see Gold Trip race ahead in the final metres to win the cup. His jockey, Mark Zara, said he was so happy about winning that he felt like crying. Aren't adults weird? Speaking of winners, Taylor Swift has done it again. Yesterday, Tay-Tay became the first musician in history to have the number 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 and 10 songs on the Billboard Hot 100. That's right, every single top 10 song comes from Tay-Tay's new album, Midnight's. And it's her 10th album too. That is quite the career. globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Shanghai, where kids' Disneyland dreams really do come true. When the city announced a snap COVID lockdown, the gates to Shanghai's Disneyland were closed, leaving thousands of people stuck inside. And here's the good part. The rides kept running and the fireworks went ahead. Just imagine you're at Disneyland, your grown-ups want to go home and you haven't finished having fun. Then the government tells you that you have to stay and you can keep going on rides. Win! Okay, maybe it's not everyone's idea of heaven to be locked inside Disneyland until they test negative. China is one of the few places on the planet still trying to enforce a COVID zero policy. Just 10 people tested positive in Shanghai on Monday, and that's what caused the government to lock down an entire city of 26 million people. Australia's population is just under 26 million, and we had more than 1,000 cases on the same day. 
It's Wednesday and Squizzy the Newshound is back in the studio continuing his fight against fake news. And he did not have to travel far this week for his reporting because Facebook scammers have hijacked the Sydney Morning Herald newspaper. Fake news articles made to look like they're from the SMH were posted on Facebook, claiming to hold the secret to getting rich quickly. Sadly, people ended up losing money to the scammers even though the address of the website they clicked through began with the word frolicklock, which seems unlikely to be the real address of the Sydney Morning Herald. It's actually smh.com.au. The newspaper said that it's trying to get Facebook to remove the posts, but so far has had no luck. Examples like this are one reason that the Australian government's Competition and Consumer Commission has sued Meta, the parent company of Facebook. The ACCC thinks that social media companies need to take more responsibility for the content that appears on their sites and take down the fake stuff. In the meantime, all that we can do is remember to stop, think and check. Thanks, Squizzy. Animal Kingdom. A team of doctors who usually take care of newborn babies have had the experience of a lifetime after being called out to look after a dangerously ill baby gorilla at the Mogo Wildlife Park on the New South Wales south coast. Spoiler alert, the baby, who hasn't been named yet, survived. Phew. Here's what happened. The baby's mum, Capenzi, gave birth, but she needed some surgery afterwards. And for some reason, the baby's dad picked up his little son and refused to give him back. He was loving and gentle, but he obviously couldn't feed the baby, and for 14 hours he wouldn't let him go. When he finally did, the baby had a serious infection, and the zoo had to call in a team of professionals from local hospitals and clinics. Apparently, baby gorillas are an awful lot like baby humans, so they were able to stabilise the little fella. He's now had all his tubes removed and he's recovering with his mum. I've put a link in your episode notes to photos of the little guy. But a warning, he is seriously cute. Who knew a baby gorilla with a nappy, beanie and a breathing tube could be so adorable? Time for the Quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What record did Taylor Swift set yesterday? That's right, she's got the top 10 songs on the Billboard 100. Question number two. In which city were thousands of people locked inside Disneyland? You got it, Shanghai in China. And question number three, what do you think the Mogo Wildlife Park's baby gorilla should be named? Well, there's obviously no correct answer for that, but I'm sure you have great ideas. Shout out. It's November 2. On this day in 1988, a computer science student accidentally released the first computer worm, causing one-tenth of the internet to crash. Of course, back then, it was only 6,000 computers. Imagine if one-tenth of the internet crashed today. 
It's also a special day for these quiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Jack from Shoal Bay, Alexis from Doncaster, Toby from Perth, Biz from Carroll, Jai from Maitland, Amelia from Sandringham, Harry from Darlington, and William, Lance, and Jamie from Hornsby. And belated shout outs go out to Darren from Mariong and Amaya from Hong Kong. Apologies, Amaya, that we missed your birthday yesterday. Classroom shout-outs go to Class 4G and Miss Archer at All Hallows Catholic Primary School in Five Dock, Class 6C and Miss Kelly at Mount Crosby State School, Year 4 Crimson and Mrs Kale at Hornsby North Public School, Class 15 and Ms Evans at Anson Street School in Orange, and to the students in Class 6O at Dysart State School who want to thank their teacher Miss Orr for an awesome last year in primary school. And our final shout-out today goes to fifth grade at Gymnasia 30 College in Minsk, Belarus, and their teacher, Ms. Korolinia, who have been listening to Squiz Kids all year. Hello to you over there in Belarus. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you want a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out our easy-peasy form on the website. That's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Squiz Kids.